welcome to Glenn and Casey's Royal Ramble podcast. Uh, this time in glorious HD audio, unlike uh, <laughs> last week. Said, <laughs> yeah. Look, last time, uh, when we, look, we've been in the wars, and I'm going to just quickly run through them. <laughs> the first one. We were having all sorts of strife because we had a bulldog attacking our table. Everything was shaking. It sounded like an earthquake was with us. The second one, we had a dog barking all the way through. Yes. We cut most of it out. I think we got away with it. For the, for the third one, was we... Was that the birds? The cockatoos. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the birds. Like, I'm like, shut up. And then the fourth one, of course, and uh, we've li- you said yourself, it sounds like that we're about, what, 30 pounds overweight and both have lists. Yes, it, we sound like your typical wrestling nerd. Which we are, but we sounded even more so. <laughs> it was the Dusty Rhodes tribute special. <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, uh, was WrestleMania, brother. That's it. Uh, so anyway, we, we got to get that plug in. But uh, we're doing WrestleMania 5 yes. today. And how are you, Case? Oh, I'm pretty good. Uh, sounding much better, obviously. <laughs> sounding, <laughs> sounding much better. But, but of course, Casey's, Casey's got a bit of a cold. Oh, uh, look, I've been, bit sick, of a sniffle. been sick all week, and I did not help matters by partying too hard over the weekend. <laughs> but it's Sunday night. I got a beer. We're going to talk about <laughs> WrestleMania 5. That's it. Because the beer will help that hangover, Case. <laughs> that, that, that'll pick you right up. Now, WrestleMania 5, Mega Powers explode. Oh. Technically, the Mega Powers explode! <laughs> that's, is, that's Vince's only bit in the entire WrestleMania 5. Yeah. It's just doing that voiceover, isn't it? It is, and it's one that he uh, continues on with <laughs> as we go through the WrestleManias from now on. I noticed the sax is back again. Yes. Because uh, they can't get away from that. I think we finally get cleared of the sax around... It, it's got to be six or seven. It's got to be coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah, well, it gets into the 90s. I think they, the sax loses its appeal. Uh, but we're at 1989. Uh, yes. We're back at Trump Plaza, same back. same venue as uh, WrestleMania Four, Atlantic City, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, of course, Trump's there again. Trump is there front row again. And actually, one thing I noticed because I've, I've been jumping ahead, I've actually watched um, Six recently. He's at Six in the front row too. Yeah, right. I'm like, sorry, Trump, you don't own this building. What well, are you this doing? This is why he's so good at being a heel. Real life. <laughs> that's it. All his uh, wrestling experience. He's, he's just oh, well, that's it. If anyone knows how to shoot a promo, yep. strike fear into the heart of Americans. <laughs> it is definitely Donald Trump. Now, America the Beautiful is sung by Rock oh. and Robin this yeah. year. What? 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 <laughs> Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Gladys Knight. Oh, let's just get the women's champion. Who, who, can't, who can't even sing? <laughs> she can't sing. Mean Jean would have been seething, going, "Oh, I could have done that one." better but I think the funny thing is Jesse if it says something along the lines of she better keep her day job <laughs> yeah. stick to wrestling and um, look let's face it we can all agree I think with that but look we've got to shoot straight into the matches because there is I believe and unless I am wrong I'm pretty sure there is 14 there is 14 I, I'd let you know matches. but I left my notes at work <laughs> oh, so. you're, you are firing on all cylinders today Kate. Hey, I told so, you it's a rough week that's it that's it so, but I'll, that's alright we'll get through it I'll carry you and I'll just issue the hot tag every now and again alright uh, if when I get lost now, match number one, we've got King Haku with King the brain. Haku, yes. King so Haku taking over the mantle from Harley Race, and apparently that is actually what happened. I jumped on the internet on a slow morning, and uh, that they had a heel versus heel match for the throne. Of course, Harley was leaving. Yep, he had better things to do. <laughs> I don't know what that was. And um, King Haku versus the mighty Hercules. Yeah, Hercules. He he has a lot of matches at WrestleManias. He does. He's uh, he's around a lot. <laughs> he he's is. not very exciting, but he's around a lot. He is. And actually, one thing when you were saying the Donald Trump thing, Jesse also said he got him those seats. So um, 
But, um, look, this match comparison-wise, it's a bit like the House of Red when you order. So, you know what? It's really yeah. it's windy out here. So it's going <laughs> to be... That's this week's audio. Fr- audio glitch yeah. from the windy city of New Jersey <laughs> or from Melbourne, we should really say. This is the Backyard Podcast. So there's always something that's going to happen. But that's why we love it. And so, look, King Haku versus Hercules. What did you think about the match? Oh, I mean, uh, look, it's... It was functional. It wasn't the most exciting thing to get the crowd going for for WrestleMania. But, that's it. But yeah, look, I don't have a lot to say. Hercules wins, doesn't he? Hercules wins. Well, that's the one thing I didn't pick it mm. because I'm like, all right, we got King Haku's Hark- the king. Yeah, Haku's the king. He's with Bobby. It's the opening match. Usually, I find often. I mean, you don't always get the feel good ending when it's a singles opener, yep. and that's just a wrestling rule. I'm finding the more I'm watching this stuff of late. But um, the Herc wins with a back body drop suplex of sorts. That's right, and bridging pin, doesn't he? That's yeah. it. <laughs> yep, that's it. And uh, and it's over. And uh, one thing also too, I noticed down because I was just checking out Haku. He obviously wrestled as Meng yep. later. At uh, WCW, but um, do you know <laughs> Haku was apparently one of the two people that Andre the Giant was terrified of? <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't apparently, know. a bad, bad yeah, man, scary man. I, I could, I could picture it. Let, let me. I'm going to paint you a quick picture. It's a hotel airport. Yep. A guy sees Haku and tells him wrestling's fake. Right? <laughs> Haku bites his nose off. <laughs> <laughs> you nearly sprayed. Nearly sprayed your drink. <laughs> I nearly copped a spit I was just picturing that uh, mobsters movie with uh, <laughs> Christian Slater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah bitten off in that. I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty harsh penalty for telling someone the wrestling. I mean, he could have just turned around and gone, you know, was, well, screw you, so is Dallas. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that's just, that, and that's one of a few stories. I don't think I can even repeat the other ones on air. But um, Herc wins. Wins clean, match number two. Now, in my personal humble opinion, I think this should have been the opener of WrestleMania because it's good. It's the Rockers, Marty Jannetty ah, and Shawn Michaels against the Twin Towers. Of course, the Rockers in their WrestleMania debut. There's a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of good debuts again, again. I know. And this, this is... We're, we're going into fun territory here mm. because we've battled through one to four and we're, it's almost... Being on, like metaphorically on a roller coaster, we've been click, yep. click, click, click. When are we getting to the height? And now we're here. Yeah. I mean, and we'll throw it in. Of course, we're going to cover it later as the wind gusts fly again. But we've actually got a main event. Firstly, we know what it is, which is a lovely yes. start. And it's this has put asses in seats. Mm. I mean, this this main Who event... Who does not want to see Savage versus Hogan? Exactly. I mean, that's why I wanted to put it on. I wanted to see this match and get to it. But as far as good matches are concerned, there are yep. a couple. I've got a top three. Yep. This match that we're going to talk about now... So it's the Rockers versus the Twin Towers, yes? Versus the Twin Towers. Yeah. The combined weight of, what is it, 814 oh pounds. And I reckon that... It, I think um, Akeem looked a bit thinner uh, <laughs> at this WrestleMania too. I mean, this is just the classic. It's the little guys that are going to make the big guys run around. Yeah. Uh, one thing I just have to say straight away, and Kath always throws out, she gets one zinger in every time I watch this, sticks her head in, says something funnier than I could ever think of. She goes... Boss man looks like a mall cop. Paul <laughs> <laughs> Blart. Yeah. He does. He looks pretty fat back then he's, too. He, he slimmed down a lot in his. Uh, he did in the in the attitude era. He did. And again, look, um, Michael, Michael's and Janetti show everyone once again. I think I don't think I appreciated them that much when I was younger. Yeah. But now when you watch it, I mean, they're so good. Oh, they make themselves look good. They make the big guys look good. Michael's does the classic. Sally cops this monster clothesline off a yeah. key. They're like, you know, I, I think. Uh, 
he might have annoyed Akeem there. I mean, he does the classic, well, practically lands on his head, falls flat on his face. But um, he cops a bit of punishment. There's one bit where he gets squished between, uh, he, yeah, between Akeem and uh, Big Boss. That, Man. That's like, it. He that, couldn't pay me enough for that. that that's it. But it's a, <laughs> but look, it's a really good match, and it's the, the correct final, the correct final, correct the, finish, the correct, the correct finish. Is uh, definitely, definitely... Oh, we don't have your horn. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, anyway. They definitely wrote the correct finish on this one. The big boys get over. Yeah. And so they should. Yeah, look, I've got to say I love Akeem too. Like, one man gang was not doing it for me, but (laughs) just this big... Fat idiot that dances and is the African dream? Is he, is the African is he dream. remotely African? <laughs> no, of course he's not. <laughs> but I don't know what they were doing back then. But um, but look, it, but I love it. I love it. it yeah, it, it's a fun match. match. Yeah. And it, look, it's, it's very entertaining. The rockers look great. And um, what do we got? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yep, Akeem squashes Michaels. That's right. Yeah, you got Air Africa, which is a really crap name for a move and a really crap move. But, <laughs> yeah, but again, would not want to be on the receiving end. It's a big splash. Yeah. And, and yeah, the larger jets walk out the victors. Now, match number three is Ted DiBiase. Firstly, he comes out and shakes the Donald's hand. Yes. Only person that seems to make any well, interaction with him. It makes, it makes sense. I know, I guess it's fun. He's but a rich arsehole. That's it. <laughs> We've got Billion Dollar Ted versus Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And so it's the Million Dollar Dream versus the Sleeper Hold, so yes. to speak. Now, what'd you think about this? Because, I mean, come on, Ted was at the end of the tournament at four. Now he's, yeah. what, demoted to wrestling against Holt's buddy? I yeah. Mean, yeah, I don't know. Look, it, it was a fine match, but it wasn't It wasn't fantastic. That's it. It, d- it didn't set the world. Although uh, Virgil does cop an atomic drop from, uh, from <laughs> Brutus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know my atomic drops. That's it. But one thing I will say is I'm totally digging Beefcake's mullet. I mean, he is not doing things by halves. If you're going to have the party at the back, you might as well go for it. And he does. Now, um, look, double count out this one. That's right, yes. But they played the barber's music anyway. <laughs> and he basks, in the glory, he's doing the strut. They're like, dude, you didn't win. Strutting and cutting. Oh, boy. So anyway, but look, thankfully we're saved when that's number four, the Fabulous Rougeos versus the Bushwhackers. Ah, oh, the Bushwhackers. So there's a promo first of the Bushwhackers just eating breakfast. Oh, is this with Lord? And- yeah. Lord Alfred? Yes. And he's uh, like, yeah, Bushwhacker Luke, what mm. do you have to say about this? And they're just like stuffing their face with food and just, <laughs> God, they're idiots. And they, they, they come out to the ring doing that march and the crowd loves it. Like everyone's doing the stupid... Some people could argue they're ahead of their time because yeah, audience, the, the, especially the wrestling audience, they like crowd participation. <laughs> and these guys did this yeah. before anyone else come out and got them to say something, do something. So, and they are over. I, I think that originally when they were brought in, because they were heels originally, yeah. like indie territory yeah, back yeah. in the territory days, and when they brought them over, the deal was like, oh, we're going to turn you guys babyface. And like Butch is like, look at my face. How are you going to turn me, baby? Face? But it works. Yeah, it, it works. Oh, they, they are hilarious, and they, they get the win by. Um, I think the Rougeos are celebrating a little bit too early and get distracted and uh, <laughs> get lined up for the battering ram, which is again. Well, what... they do, but I think the Bushwhackers actually win from memory with a double stomach breaker. I mean, that's all you could yes. really. That's all you could call it. Uh, there's a nice Boston crab by Raymond. Uh, and um, we do. We see the infamous battering ram, which is, again, it's fun. Bushwhackers are fun. They make this work, and the Bushwhackers win. Look, and I, I don't have my notes with me, but I do remember writing the note. Lots of licking happens. <laughs> oh, at the end. <laughs> yeah. Sean Mooney, doesn't he cop a lick? <laughs> I mean, I've always... It's- 
that bothered me, you know, as a kid, you'd watch that and you go, if I was out there, if I was at the wrestling in the front row and they were coming up, you go, I don't want to get licked, you know what, I just- it's just not on the agenda for me. But, um, look, the Bushwhackers do a good job and they're fun. And that's uh, and they do bring some fun to the card. Yeah. Match number five is Mr. Perfect versus the Blue Blazer. Yes. Now, this oh, is... This I said match. I had three favourite matches. I stand corrected already because I forgot about this yeah. match. This yeah, is this, really this good. This is really good. The only criticism is that it's short. It's only about a five minute or so. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it is. It's it's probably the best wrestling match since the Steamboat Savage one at three. Yep. Um, Yep. In terms of just technical in-ring. Absolutely. There's a nice crucifix by the blazer. Um, well, excuse me. I'm getting a phone call. Oh. oh I might have to answer this. <laughs> okay, grab it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Where were we, though? We were... We, uh, oh, perfect blue blazer. Yep. Okay, so, yeah. Mr. Perfect, blue blazer. Fantastic match. Um, what can you say? Owen Hart. Uh, no one knew what he would become at this point. But well, I think was... that they even start making slight references. I think Jesse might say something along, along the lines of, uh, "I think I know who this kid yeah. might be," etc. Yeah. But um, one thing I did notice is that I always thought, or had a picture in my head, that Owen was quite small back in this era, and he's not. And it's mm. just simply because of the moves he can do. I thought it's a cruiserweight type guy, not yeah, a guy no. that's weighing about two twenty, two thirty. So um, look again. It, he, he makes an impression. Yeah, it definitely. Def- definitely makes an impression. And, and perfect is perfect, except for mm-hmm. he trips on the uh, entrance ramp on his walk out. Does he really? <laughs> yeah, so does one of the bushwhackers, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Mr. Perfect does the same thing, just like, a <laughs> stumble. That's like, not Not perfect. so perfect. That's it. That's it. And this is oh, also pre-amazing uh, entrance music, because he has one of the greatest entrance musics in my opinion. Oh, Mr. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. With that almost the... Down that's out, it, that's it. Down the Greek god is coming down, down the ramp. <laughs> so, yeah, but this is... Uh, this Where's is, that horn? <laughs> <laughs> this is before that, so it's a little bit of a shame that we don't get to hear that. That's true, but look, uh, one perfect plex later, mm, and it's all plex. over. Notice Jesse says hello to Terry Tyrell and Jane. <laughs> yes, again. It's, it's, is it's, that his kids or something? <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna look it up because every time I bring it up, I always forget. Now, um, speaking of Jesse, next up, the Fink introduces Jesse Ventura. Oh yes, he's got to he's got to have his moment, doesn't he? That's it. He's got. I've got a surprise for you all. <laughs> he comes out, he does a couple of poses, a bit of a point, and then comes back to grill. I told you I had a surprise. I'm like, oh great. <laughs> now, um, to continue on the oddness of the next couple of sections, Lord Alfred Hayes is now chatting with Mister Fuji about a five K run. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it's a, some type of charity thing. Is that what we're doing here? And Mr. Fuji cannot run. <laughs> no, well, look, no one can run in a suit. But he's in here. He's wearing his suit and his bowler hat. Like, what? Actually, Mr. Fuji has a pretty good night tonight because yeah. I've noticed in previous podcasts you've said, where's Mr. Fuji? He's not out again. Oh, he's out for a mini and then he's gone again. Mr. Fuji gets to star yes. later in a match and pretty much steal the limelight, if you ask me. Um, but, of course, so now we've, we've had the Fink introducing Jesse. Mm-hmm. We've had Lord Alfred Hayes with the 5K race and Mr. Fuji. Now we've got the WrestleMania rap. Ah, run the- DMC. Oh, yeah. oh Performing God. in the middle of the ring. This is like, we're not even going to get a stage. You can just play in a ring. Imagine if they did that these days. I know, <laughs> I know. But like, I never thought I'd be saying, bring King back Rock, Rock and Robin. Robin. <laughs> bring oh. it back. Nah, because- I really enjoyed the run DMC. Oh, it's a bit it was. It wrestling. It, like- it was, but uh, the WrestleMania rap. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty lame. But it's it- 1989. 
Give it it is. So look, um, match number six. We firstly we get a flashback of the double double turn Survivor Series, and I speak, of course, of Demolition versus the Powers of Pain. Ah, yes, Mr. Fuji. Now this is one of the few times I think that it was successfully done. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen obviously the Stone Cold Bret Hart double turn mm-hmm. at WrestleMania 13, coming your way shortly, but. This back in those days where Demolition go face and at the same time the Powers of Pain pick up Mr. Fuji and say, he's with us now. Powers of Pain got cheered on the way out and got booed on the way back. Yeah, yeah. And they did this perfect double turn, which brings us into this two versus three for the title too, by the way. Demolition being, of course, the tag team champions. And uh, Mr. Fuji gets to step into the ring. Yeah. Now, this is the Mr. Fuji show, (laughs) as far as I'm personally concerned. Because Mr. Fuji, all I can remember from this is Mr. Fuji misses an elbow drop from the top rope. And um, a bit rough, too. He also misses throwing salt. Yeah, Um, (laughs) it's the poor warlord. And then then Fuji is then pinned at the end. That's actually pretty smart, because as this feud's obviously going to keep going... It Fuji. Doesn't, doesn't make the powers of pain look weak. Exactly, exactly. So I really like that book. I like when you watch it now and you go, oh, I know yeah, what they're doing sense. here. Yep. This is, I mean, they're thinking ahead. Yeah. Again, I love it when they think ahead and go, no, no, no let's go longer. And uh, again, I didn't mind that match. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I mean, considering you've got, I mean, obviously uh, the Road Warriors of Legion of Doom were very popular in WCW at the yes. time. Um, well, Demolition were the kind of the rip-off. Yeah. Version, weren't they? And I then mean, Powers of Pain were like the rip-off, rip-off version. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I like the Powers of Pain because they're big, mean-looking bastards, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I mean, the Warlord alone. Yeah, but the Warlord, all you ever think of, of him is his Royal Rumble record that was beaten by Santino. But, oh, uh, classic. The, the two-second in-and-out. Classic. Yeah. Loved it. Next up, we've got Dino Bravo versus Rugged right. Ronnie Garvin. Now, again... This is before the Battle Royals of the last few um, WrestleManias that we get to see, where everyone does get their taste of the limelight. They're literally just slapping people on the car. Oh, mate. Dino Bravo, like, just... He's, he's just got nothing going for him, really, does he? Not real. I mean, I liked his alliance with Earthquake, which yeah. uh, happens yeah, the following year, I think. I think that they're, you know, a bit clicky. But I, f- I feel bad ragging on him, though, because you know what happened to him, yeah? No, uh, he was actually sh- he was shot. Yeah, like 30 times. Yeah, he was shot uh, like in a, his land room. Mob, mob killing or something. Yeah, like from memory, because yeah. I think that he, he was, I think he was dabbling in the, in, in the, in the powders uh, or the, the bills. Underworld or underworld yes, trade. I know, so not that he, w- he went out Bugsy Siegel mm. style is, is what, what actually happened. Um, so he comes out with Frenchie Martin. Well, I'm you know who mistaken. comes out first? Oh, Superfly, Jimmy Snooker. Jimmy Snooker. Yeah. But why? <laughs> he just he comes out and I'm like, oh well, he's going to get involved in this match. Yeah. There's going to is he the ref? Yeah. Is he going to get on the mic? No, no he, he basically doesn't. does a Cab Calloway from WrestleMania <laughs> too. <laughs> At least he, like, looks at the camera. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But, um, look, J- Jimmy Garvin, he looks like Sting's dad. Ronnie Garvin, even. Oh, I'm, what did I say? Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. Uh, no, no, I no. think you're Ronnie Superfly Snooker. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. But um, what I was saying is, um, don't you reckon Garvin looks like Sting's dad out there? <laughs> like, he's got this haircut that makes, makes him look like Max Headroom. Yeah, it's a <laughs> flat know? top thing going on. Oh, I don't But know. obviously, they've, they've uh, pinched a bit of talent from NWA or WCW... Yeah, uh, with Ronnie Garvin, and, and in the next match, we'll, there's, that, a, there's a couple of other people as well. But uh, uh, yeah, I guess Ronnie Garvin. What are you going to do with him? Chuck him in a match with Dino Bravo. 
<laughs> not, not super fly snooker. No. Um, no. But look, uh, Bravo wins with his patented side suplex. And, oh, yeah, uh, he does a sidewalk slam, doesn't yeah, he? That, that's yeah, that's it. And, um, but we see the Garvin Stomp. <laughs> yes. Now, that, look, the Garvin Stomp is garbage. However, I like it because I like any wrestling move, and I was Neville always springs to mind straight away. Mm-hmm. He does a move. You could do that at eighty. Mm-hmm. You can get in the ring and do a Garvin stomp for the crowd. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, not, not Neville. Neville can't do. Oh no, no, no Neville's no, not going to be able no, to do that next year, probably. The I was say, what are you saying, Neville? For oh no, no, no. But I'm just saying, as far as finishes yes. are concerned, that's it. A good old Garvin stomp. There yep. you go. And if you pretend heel, you could stomp, 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 and then stomp on the groin, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah. like, it's just a great move. And Frenchie Martin cops a good right hand at yes. the end. Too, um, I think you might have connected too. That was just there. That match yeah. wasn't it. That that, that was. Ma- that was it. I mean, I guess they got to get him on the card. I don't know. Like, because it's not like the event wasn't long enough. <laughs> I got too many Ooh. drinks here. Did you see me do that? I'm like, uh, which one will I have? Yeah, but it's not like they were like, oh, we need to fill this out. Let's put another match in. It goes for nearly four hours. Like, yeah, could have cut that. It does, but look, it's good. And there's a few filler matches later on mm. um, that I'm going to grumble about. But overall, it's a pretty good card. Next matchup is the Brain Busters. Yeah, so again, some more uh, talent has been brought over. Well, that's Anderson a Wilson and Tully Blanchard. Yep, yep. <laughs> Blanchard, easy for you to say. Yes. But, um, two of the four original horsemen, mm-hmm. and they're against Strike Force. Now, yes. Strike Force haven't wrestled in a little while together because Martel, I think, was injured. Uh-huh. But this has great wrestling. Oh, yeah, great wrestling and a great story and a, and a really good heel turn. It, it, it really good heel turn. I just <laughs> what I've written down is is um I just kept, couldn't help but seeing comparisons and this is not going to like you know set the world on fire with this thought but um you know the revival at NXT yeah I'm watching the oh, Brainbusters going yeah. um yeah I think the revival might be studying their tapes what do you reckon definitely there's no doubt about it but uh, look we see a Boston Crab we see a figure four we see yes. a flying forearm to mm-hmm. Martell. And geez, Martell has a bit of a sook about this one, oh, doesn't he? Sure he? Does. But um, there's a spine buster, which yep. uh, by Arn. Oh, and the the finish, the finish. Oh, the the spike pile driver. That's it. Well, uh, surely why didn't they call that a brain buster? Because <laughs> <laughs> so like the shining stars where their finish moves in that same name as the team. <laughs> that's it. But well, maybe that's why they don't because back then they thought it was silly. Well, it's silly when it's a stupid name, but brain buster sounds like a wrestling move. Yep. Yeah, but Martel he stands on the he stands on the uh, on the uh, on the sidelines. He, he's injured. He's sore. Tito goes for the tag, the proverbial hot tag, mm-hmm. and he declines. Yeah, it's a cold tag. <laughs> it's, it's a, a cold tag. tag. <laughs> Chilly, it's a cold shoulder is what it is. <laughs> Chilly tag, because of course. And then Martel just to top things off, he gives him the double. Jalapeno? No. Flying <laughs> jalapeno. Yeah, no, it's a, it flips Tito the double jalapeno is what I've written. Oh, that's funny. That's good, Glenn. But, um, but look, uh, up, he he hightails it. He's out of there. Yep. And um, Martel has now turned heel because, you know what? He caught one in the face and went, hang on, I'm too pretty for this. Well, he's a model. <laughs> yeah, well, he's certainly going to become one shortly. Next up is a very special attraction. Piper's Pit. Oh. Your favourite. Bagpipes start up, and naturally, out comes Brother Love. Oh, man. <laughs> this whole segment is like a you hate it, don't fever you? dream from hell. <laughs> I, Speaking of fever dreams, do you want to throw right, in... Let's, let's do a quick segue. <laughs> Speaking of fever dreams, the final deletion, it needs to be said. The I, Hardy Brothers guys, have you seen it? Yes, sure I hear. I hear you all think. If you haven't seen it, just please watch it. No, don't, don't watch it. It's we, terrible. We have differing opinions. I also agree that it is terrible, but I also think it's one of the best things I've ever seen. It's just, <laughs> it is. It's amazing. utter nonsense. It, it's just ridiculous. I mean, when someone's 
literally shooting fireworks at another opponent. I mean, he's literally got a weapon of mass the destruction. The best because he hides behind the dilapidated boat to get away from the fireworks. And the fireworks- Are you listening to this, people? Because <laughs> he just said that like that's a thing. The fireworks run out. And so what does Jeff do? He just throws the empty <laughs> fireworks at the boat. Like, what's that going to do, you idiot? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, what no. are they doing? I have no idea what they're doing, but I laughed my ass off. I was like, <laughs> Matt Hardy is like, oh, he's, he's brilliant. Just, he's not brilliant. Uh, what's with the accent? I know. That's what's so great. Uh, it's, it's only there half the time. Yeah. Exactly. Senor Benjamin. Like, oh, it's too good. It's not like good. Like, when, when Jeff Hardy comes out of the water at the end and he's wearing the mask and the robe for no yeah. apparent reason, and then Matt Hardy beats him and takes off the mask, and it's Senor Benjamin. What a <laughs> twist. Oh. oh, man, I just loved it. Anyway, loved back it. to a proper but yeah, special right. track. Speaking of another fever dream, but this one that I couldn't stand. Oh, man. My, my personal hell would be to just be stuck in a room with this 20-minute segment on a loop <laughs> forever. <laughs> All right. So, Brother Love comes out. <laughs> interviews himself. Interviews himself. <laughs> doing his bad writing pie for him. Do you know that this, this is a true story? That... um. The guy, and he, he was like one of the backstage. He, he was one of Vince McMahon's. Yep. You know how like um, Pat Patterson and yeah, Gerald Briscoe yeah. were the Stooges? Yep. He, he was the original Stooge. He was Shemp. Yeah. But, but, um, and he's out there. He's telling Roddy in a coffee shop, apparently, what he's going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do my bad writing poem. And he's the poem just looking at him like, what? Like, what are you doing on that? But, um, of course, now... Of course, Roddy Piper doesn't come out again. Some 80s music starts up yeah. out of nowhere. And Morton Downey Jr. Yeah, so here's our celebrity for the night. Oh. <laughs> like, they cheaped out on the on the anthem at the start. And yeah. now they get Morton Downey Jr. I assume he was a lot bigger back then than yep. he is now, obviously. That's but it. Another loudmouth, allegedly. What a prick. <laughs> like, he just comes out and chain smokes for 20 minutes. I actually, he gets some proper heat though. Oh, he's pretty deservedly good. so. He's he's, a- he's not likable. He he's perfect for the wrestling industry. It's I mean, I'm, I'm straight away, I remember watching this as a youngster, just going, "This guy's a jerk." Yeah, real jerk. So yeah, I don't, I don't think that's acting. No. That's him. Oh, it's 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 good though. <laughs> I, I had fun, I had fun with it. Roddy Piper now finally comes out, and um, Piper firstly he targets Brother Love. Mm-hmm. And he's doing this thing where he's uh, talking to Brother Love, and then he gives Brother Love the mic to speak, and then he pulls it away a little bit. Uh, a la, it doesn't matter what yeah. you have to say, you know. I'm like, yes, that's a Rocky Rib shot. Even that's not original, <laughs> but um, th- that's what he's doing. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Go back and study the tapes. And so anyway, Brother Love loses his kilt, and he runs off. That's not a pleasant sight. And um, then he turns his attention <sighs> to Morton. I nearly said Robert. Yeah, <laughs> to Morton Downey Jr. And uh, he blows smoke in Piper's face a few times mm. and then cops an extinguisher in the head. In yeah. the, oh, that's, I made that sound violent. It's not Senor Benjamin. <laughs> he didn't throw it. Um, I'm glad he didn't, but um, no, he, he cops it police academy style. Yeah, just a big spray. <laughs> and look, look, props to him for like, you know, being the butt of the joke essentially for that yeah. segment. So, mm. you know, give, give him credit for that. But, oh, God, I'd never want to sit through that again. <laughs> really? So, okay, I'll remember that, but on a loop and that'll drive you nuts. Oh, just everything about it. The lighting, the the horrible tartan 
thing all over the ring and the ashtrays and all the smoke. It's just, ah, oh, I just, I hate it. And hate we've it. got 14 matches. We don't need a filler. Yeah. I mean, look, WrestleMania, the most recent one where Rock comes out with his flamethrower and uh, a segment that went forever. This is, this is that. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. How many years ago? I know. Oh. We go, why are we watching? Well, when's the next match? You know, one thing, because again, there, there's a lot of fillers after the, um, and we're nearly there. There's a lot of fillers after the Rick Rude Ultimate Warrior yep. match, which is a bloody good match. Yeah. What they could have done is do the Rick Rude Ultimate Warrior match, then do your special attraction with yep. the, you know, the, the hot rod and all the, and the yeah. guys, and then do yeah, the do main the event because everyone's cooled down again, and then we can all go home half an yeah. hour earlier. But no, but any, anyway, next match, Jake the Snake versus Andre the Giant. Yeah. This is a fun match. <laughs> I actually didn't mind it. I like straight away that Jake gets in and gets introduced to an exposed turnbuckle. Yeah. Yep. And who removed it? I'm yeah. guessing Bobby. Definitely. But how good is that? Andre the Giant at like uh, uh, 500 pounds and he's cheating. Yeah. He's cheating. And so I actually didn't mind this match because we're, no, we're, like we've also got um special guest referee. It's your buddy. Big John Star. Oh, of course, yeah. And this is the point I was going to make, is that it's great that he's still, like... Was it WrestleMania 1 he was feuding with Andre? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Five years later, That's they still it. hate each they other. They still hate That's each great. other. And this one flies out of control, because yeah. um, Million Dollar Man runs out, tries to steal the snake, yes. unsuccessfully. And um, Jake runs out. Andre goes, you know what? I'm going to choke Big John Star, because I really don't <laughs> like this guy. And um, this whole thing just gets shut down immediately. Damien makes an appearance, and Jake the Snake wins by a DQ. Yeah. Not a bad, not a bad match, actually. No, it was it's good. A, good I mean, fun. It's entertaining. It's diff- different ending, different story. We definitely needed a wake up. Yeah. After. after previous. Match. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, next match up is Honky Tonk Man and Greg, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Valentine. Not yet called Rhythm of the Blues. But that's so. next year. Yeah. That's next year. Now, Greg's still rocking the Bleach Blonde, and they're against the Heart Foundation. Now, one thing I've written down here is there's an atomic drop. Yes, there sure is. And uh, then an inverted atomic job. Oh, that's it. Well, yeah, the, the nutcracker. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the nutbuster. Yeah. The brainbuster should have done that one. <laughs> but um, Heart Foundation win after Nightheart against possession of the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart's oh, megaphone. megaphone. That's right. Tosses it to Brett. Brett wallops the honky tonk man in the shoulder. Ouchie. And then <laughs> he didn't hit him in the head. He came back and it's very clear. But um, foreign object face win. Yeah, that's yeah. that's different. It is, it is, and it's good because I do prefer the Heart Foundation as heels. I think, and, yeah. And so even if they are faces, but they're going to cheat a bit, I'm I'm down with that. I and like I'm digging it because you know that I'm not that I'm not really big on Bret Hart. I really like Bret Hart and the Heart Foundation. Ooh. They just they complement each other, don't they? Oh, him, him and the Anvil. Oh, they were my favorite when I was a kid. Is Bret Hart's the cool guy? He's the young guy. He's the slick guy with way too much grease in his hair. Yeah. And then you've got the nutcase, <laughs> Jim the Anvil. Night. Ah, you know, like he's just <laughs> he's just great. He's great. <laughs> it, it, look, it's fun. And again, we see rhythm and blues next year. Um, Greg the Hammer Valentine's going for more of a. Johnny Cash look <laughs> I don't know what they're doing but look here is and I said earlier the rockers props to the rockers yep. and props to Akeem and the boss man but here we go with ravishing Rick Rude versus the intercontinental champion the ultimate warrior the ultimate warrior the man with a million dollar body and a ten cent brain is yeah. just <laughs> that's it now Rick Rude's probably one of only two wrestlers that ever had a successful ongoing uh, pro- issues 
yep. with Warrior and successful being the key word because Rick Rude literally schooled the Warrior all yeah. through this. And this continued on for years too. I think there was a SummerSlam. Yeah, they have a nine, SummerSlam 1990. So that's it. And that's yeah, it. 18 that's, months later. Exactly. And so this is a great match. And Rick Rude, yeah, he he can, that guy can work. No, I mean, he's, he's fantastic. Just He comes out and stands in the ring, and he's got his spray on tights with Warrior's face on the back. <laughs> yeah, and, that's uh, it. You notice the, on the, front. the Warrior, actually, after Rude's departure, the Warrior starts doing that later on, wearing the big jackets and the, yeah, the knee right. pads, and he's got his opponents you know, on the big matches. Mm. So, um, yeah, well, I don't know, just throw that in for no reason. But, um, look, th- this is a really good match, and... Um, th- Rick Rude's got so much guidance and patience to add to this. I mean, this could potentially flop. Yep. It goes for longer than 60 seconds. <laughs> so what, what's the worry got to give to this? But um, Ravishing Rick Rude is, and I'm stealing completely from Jesse's arsenal, but he is the um, MVP of yeah, the evening. definitely. definitely. I mean, and, he, and he gets the win and becomes the new Intercontinental Champion. They outsmarted him! Wow, with a little help from Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby, the, a lot of help from Bobby <laughs> the Brain Heenan. I mean, um, the ref's not really doing a good job because he's not looking firstly, his feet's out of the ring, but secondly, someone's hanging on the end of him. All right, but the Ultimate Warrior is like the strongest dude in the WWF at this point. Yeah. Surely he... Bobby can't hold his foot down. <laughs> like, he could just... But he's also got Rude lying on the torso. But yeah, right. Yeah, again, don't question this. This is wrestling. <laughs> but, um, look, uh, what could potentially be chicken shit is chicken salad at WrestleMania 5. <laughs> and um, that that's probably my favourite match, yeah, actually, of the evening. Of course, we've got the main event coming up, but... That's the one that... Uh, I think it was the surprise match of the evening. Yeah. I really do. I mean, it was good. And no one expected it to be that good. Now, this is where it just goes a little shaky. Because the next few matches are just why. Yeah. We've got Bad News Brown versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. So this one, this one ends... We'll just get straight to it. It ends in a double DQ. Um, Again. The two by and four I, versus the, the chair. That's it. Well, I was gonna, I've was i written down the seat versus the snot. <laughs> I mean, no, two by four. Yeah. Because at the end, yeah. poor old Axel was blown out of Bushman, and um, he doesn't know. And even just, like they're all over. That's disgusting. But I'm just like, what is this? I mean, we've just seen Rick Rude and Ultimate Warrior show us why we're loving this. And so, Fanny's Brown was like around a lot, and mm. every WrestleMania he's there. I mean, the year before he won the he won the Battle Royal. That's it. He won the 10-foot trophy that turned into a 2-foot trophy. He, I do not remember him at all. As a, Like, as a kid, he never stuck in. Oh, I do. I do. Because he has, he has a... Um, again, the match isn't great, but he has, like, at least a rivalry that feels real with Roddy Piper, it seems. Yeah, right. So, um, but he, he, you're right. He was around, and he was around for a long time. Um, but again, double DQ. Ah, oh, that's a nothing match. But you got to kind of got to have a come down after the. After that's the it. Well, uh, well, look to bring us back up at least. We've got the Red Rooster versus Bobby the Brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, mate. So Red Rooster <laughs> starts with a promo. And yep. he's, he's he's getting interviewed. And he's doing he's his doing his head, head thing. Nut. That's it. That's Just, it. <laughs> what, the poor guy. Like, the man's a chicken. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's your gimmick, buddy. I hate it. I know. Yes, I have know. the crappest haircut, the crappest moves. I know. That- and you know, Terry Taylor is his name, and he went back to WCW. He didn't really. I mean, he's still involved. I'm pretty sure with WWE. Yeah, I'm right. pretty sure he's a backstage guy. Still looks the same. I mean, he <laughs> doesn't. Stupid. Red. He doesn't have the red, red in the hair anymore. But um, apparently, oh. around the time that Kurt Henning and Terry Taylor came in, they weren't sure who they were going to give what to who. 
So he, he could have been Mr. Perfect. He could have been Mr. Perfect. Bloody red I mean, as if that would have worked. Oh, God. I know, but anyway. But look, um, uh, this is... It's, like, <laughs> it's kindly short. Yeah, well, kindly short, but nothing even... Like, there's no, not even a good move. Like, he beats Bobby by... Yeah, he's wrestling Bobby the Brain Heenan, of course. And uh, <laughs> who, who shows up? Mention that. Yeah, um, who so, shows up? Yeah. And not even wearing his... You'd think he'd be wearing, like, a chicken-proof costume <laughs> or something. <laughs> No, no, I walked into that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, he he gets the win by throwing Bobby into the corner. Yeah, and that's enough to, to. I mean, sure, you don't have to do a lot to beat Bobby, but at least do something kind of interesting, make it worth watching. I know, I know. But look, and the Brooklyn Brawler's out there. Oh yeah, of course. And uh, the Brooklyn Brawler um, gets in and uh, beats up the rooster, <laughs> beats up the chicken. I mean, it's just. <laughs> What is going on? Why aren't we just the main event? But you know what? We are next. The main event. Main event. Yeah. Main event. The Mega Powers Explode! <laughs> oh, but this is this is actually really good. Yeah. Uh, and what I liked about it is the simple, and I've said it before on another podcast, simple booking. Mm. We have got the... We have got the retaining World Wrestling Federation champion from WrestleMania 3. Yeah. We've also got the guy that become World Wrestling Federation champion at WrestleMania 4. So who do we book for five? Hmm. We book these yep. two guys. They are the two top guys on the roster at the and time. And of course, they've been having a run together as a tag team. That's it. That's it. Good friends, better enemies, mm. perhaps. Do they even use that tagline? Or do... oh, who knows? But look, they had that, look, they had the little fun little face run. But of uh, course, as, as what always brings apart a, a great yep. team, yep. it's... Uh, the Hulk Hogan's ego? Well, yeah. <laughs> and the attentions of a very pretty lady mm. by the name of Miss Elizabeth. That will stand in both of their corners. Yes. Now, firstly, Savage comes out first. Now, I'm a big pro- I've always had a problem with this. The champion should come out last. The champion yeah. should always come out last. And th- this is uh, something that continuously happens. Mm. Why? I mean, just why can't Hogan come out first? I mean, what should have happened is Liz comes out. Then Hogan, yeah. Then Savage. I mean, yeah. but just would have been nice. Would have, would, have, would have settled my nerves a bit. <laughs> Look, the whole thing's backwards because <laughs> Savage is essentially the heel. Yes, but and a good heel too. Yeah. But but who but has been you... the dick in this situation? Exactly, it's I know. Hulk. <laughs> I know. Savage is the heel, but if you look at it on the paper, you go, "Why am I booing him?" Yeah, like he's just. Trying to retain his championship, and Hulk's come along, tried to steal his girl, yep. and is upset with, you know, wants to <laughs> be the guy who poses in the ring at the end of the event. So that's the whole reason for the feud, basically. That's it. I know. But look, it's a good match. Savage works his ass off. And I think even Jesse said, and every time I, I was writing notes through this whole thing, uh, I brought them too, by the way, but um, I, was, <laughs> I was writing notes. And I literally wrote down, finally I'm happy, I've got Rick Rude as my IC guy at the moment, and uh, Macho Man is still champ, I'm happy. Yes. Jesse said it after yeah. I'd written it, so I put a big line through it. And I'm like, oh my god, that's so weird. Well, um, speaking of things Jesse says during that match, he's just casually advocating violence against women through half of it. What are you talking about? It's like, he reckons that Elizabeth deserves a smack in her face. It's <laughs> a little bit, you know. It's a bit it's a it's bit, a bit 1989 is what it is. Oh, <laughs> Jesse, what, what are you doing? But then again, Jesse's good at getting people upset. Maybe that's what she needs. <laughs> Come on, Jesse. Liz gets sent out the back 
The match continues. I knew, even when I was a little one, about this high, I knew who was going to win. Yeah, it sucks too, because Savage hits his elbow drop, which has never been kicked out of before. Ever. And of course... No sell. Yeah. Complete no sell. Hulk Hogan does his John Cena, and... (laughs) Hogan Hogan jumps up like his alarm clock just went off. Yeah. What the... Could he... Doing his hulking out thing. Could he have at least kicked out... At least pretended that he was seriously pained from it, and yeah. I know, because, I mean, you know from then on, I mean, Savage Savage goes on to become my barista. Your barista? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you get your coffee? (laughs) Here it is! Savage Savage, Savage goes on to become my Mr. WrestleMania. I mean, he's he's good. He's very good. And he does the job, and Hogan wins with, guess what? Big Big boot, boot, leg leg drop. One, two, three. Hulk Hogan, again, (laughs) listen to the clanging and banging inside. Hulk Hogan wins, folks. Hulk Hogan is now your new World Wrestling Federation champion. And guess what? What? We get 10 minutes of him posing in the ring again. Oh, God. (laughs) That's it. So that's WrestleMania 5 in a nutshell. And we have WrestleMania 6. Yeah, possibly my favourite WrestleMania. I'm looking forward to rewatching it. it Look, 6 to 9 for me. Mm, 6, 7, 8, 9. This, this is the era. It's, it's fun. It's it, not it, the new era, it's the old era. It's really it fun. And you and I are not going to be complaining about matches really now. From now on, guys. So yeah. if you like hearing us grumble and bitch and whine and moan, maybe Wait just come, WrestleMania come back at 10. Yeah, 10 or 11. Come back at 10 because all we're going to do is just, we're going to bask in glory. We're going to be posing. We're going to be waving our ears and going, this is great. That said, folks, look out for us on Twitter. Yes, at Royal Ramble PPV. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. If you want us to talk about anything specific. Absolutely. And yeah, just give us some feedback. Join, join in the fun. That's right. Post us your wrestling memes. Let us know what you thought of the final deletion. <laughs> I freaking love it. <laughs> oh, no, don't let us know about that. Anything else but that. From Casey and myself. We wish you good evening. We'll see you for WrestleMania 6. Yes, I have to go and prepare the battlefield for massacre! (laughs) Down, down.